all walks of life will go through something and how they handle it will change who they are. I'm Stina Seek, and this is the very first episode of Defining Moment. It's a podcast from KJZZ where I talk to people about those experiences that change their lives forever. I think we've all had these, and we carry them within us every day. We just don't always share them. So I'm talking to people, all kinds of people, and asking them to share those defining moments with me. Today, we hear from Sal DeCicio, who'd only told a few people the story until I called him up a little while ago. Sal's in his 50s and is married with twin daughters. He lives here in Phoenix and has since he was six. You might also know him as one of the more outspoken members of the Phoenix City Council. He describes himself like this. I'm an average guy and uh, got two kids, family. Grew up here in Arizona. Uh, my parents are both from Italy. Couldn't speak English till I got in the first grade. Sal would often translate for his parents, and once while still in middle school, even negotiated with an insurance company for a better payout for their totaled family car. But that's not this story, which began years later, with Sal and his first wife getting a divorce. I mean, we were breaking it down to who gets this fork and who gets that spoon. There was just no money. Sal was stuck in the quicksand of a low point. And everything I touched was just horrible. I mean, nothing turned out well. I was down to $200 in my bank account. My, I, had, I lived with my brother. I basically took a room from him at the time. It was just a really bad experience. You know, just something you don't ever want to have to go through, right? I was just lucky to have family and friends around. And even I had a buddy of mine who wrote me a check, but you know, he didn't have much money either. He says, hey, you need this more than I do. This fallow period lasted for three years, but Sal never cashed that check. Eventually, he took up a new hobby, karate. And I know it sounds strange, but I just got into that. Shortly after, Sal was about to compete in his first ever tournament. And I went up to the sensei. I went, Sensei Rick. I said, uh, what do I need to know? I was all excited about it. You know, I'd just been in it for six weeks, and these people were a lot more experienced than me, obviously. And he he looked at me, he goes, well, nothing. He goes, you're not going to (laughs) win. So, you know, basically didn't want to spend any time with me. And that kind of bothered me. I thought, well, all right, I'm just going to go do what I have to do out there. He remembers looking around the room at the 30 or so contestants. He remembers being particularly intimidated by one guy kicking above everyone's heads. And he doesn't remember much more than that until he was several fights in. I don't know. I got into this daze and I didn't even realize where I was, but I kept winning my rounds. And I turned and I turned to Sensei Rick. I said, because he came over there, he was like amazed I was even going into, into this round. I go, where am I at? I said, how many more fights do I have? He says, you're fighting for the championship right now. And that was just a huge, like, what? I'm, I'm, I'm going for the championship? And that's when my decision had to be made. Basically, to fight for the win or not. It went through my head. I thought, well, I got second place no matter what. I don't have to do anything here. I could skate through it. But I made a, um, a decision that I didn't want that. I said that wasn't going to be acceptable to me anymore. I had to take first. And so I fought real hard, and um, I won the championship, and everyone was in amazement. No one could believe that some guy who'd only been it for six weeks could, um, could win. Were you amazed? Oh, I was in shock that I made that decision. It wasn't about the winning at that point. It was the fact that I made a conscious, personal decision to win at that point. 
and that second place wasn't going to be good enough. Sal had crossed some line and left his old self behind. My real estate work started, I started making money again. I started doing things well again. I started, th- I just saw the world differently. You know, it was weird. It, it, I shouldn't even say it was weird. It was just, no, I don't want that anymore. And I went to win. I mean, had I won or lost, I still made that conscious decision before I got into the ring. And that's what was the, the game-changing moment for me. And had I not made that decision, I don't know where I'd be today. I know where I'm at today, and I'm happy. And when you made that choice, was there ever any fear that, like, oh, I might not make it even though I choose it? Oh, of course. I still have that fear. And it's always something that's in the back of your head as to whether or not you want to play to the win on that, whatever it is you're doing, you know. And, yeah, there's always that in the back of your head, even today, There, that's always there. It's more of a fear of uh, failure than it is a fear of success. You know what I mean? You're just so afraid of because you know where you came from and you don't ever want to go back to something that bad. Sal has the same feeling I do, and I think a lot of people do, that you're never totally safe. You're never completely in the clear. So you're always uncomfortable. Always. I mean, you wake up uncomfortable, you know, knowing that anything can move there. And it, it, it does, it's not a paralyzing fear that some people get. It's just something you know that is there, and you try to avoid it every way you can. Sal doesn't come across as a worrier or a pessimist, just someone with perspective, who says the negativity he's waded through in his life is pretty minor compared to what some people face. He also doesn't think his experience of making some big choice that still affects him today is unique. Each one of us is a history book, and, you know, we're, we get to write our own history. It's kind of cool. That's what life is about. You know, but at the same time, you know, in history books, not everything's positive in there either. You know, it's not all about how great it is. It's the end game. It's where do you end up when you end up passing on? What happened in your history book that matters, you know? So that was Sal DeCicio's defining moment. What was yours? Send me an email at definingmoment at kjzz.org. I've got more stories of life-changing experiences coming shortly. And maybe one can be yours. This has been a defining moment. I'm Stina Sieg at KJZZ in Phoenix. Mm-hmm.